Welcome to Whispering Loudly, the award-winning workshop whisperer podcast as featured by Apple with Rachel Evans, the number one automotive business coach in the aftermarket. Thanks to platinum sponsor Podium and titanium sponsor Mechanic Desk. Whispering Loudly is the Workshop Whisperer podcast. I'm producer Mel. Thank you so much for joining us today. Today we are joined by Marcus Skilbeck from Skilly's Tire and Auto. They are one of Rachel's engine room clients and we can't wait to hear about all he's learned in business lately. Hello, Marcus. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. G'day, Mel. G'day, Rachel. Hey, Marcus. Thanks so much for being on today. Very much uh, looking forward to having a chat with you about what you have uh, been up to, especially in the last little while, some exciting stuff going on. But for all of you out there, we thought uh, we'd get Marcus to tell you a little bit uh, about his background and uh, the background of his shop. So Marcus, can you tell us all about you and Skillies? So, in a bit of a nutshell, I've worked with Rachel now for six plus years. I've come from being a very struggling business uh, when I first contacted Rachel to the point where I was going to close my doors and have grown that business from a struggle street to a lot larger. We have moved in the last three months into a site that's now just under a thousand metres in our main workshop. We now have a team of six four, six people working with us now. We've grown from most of myself and one other. Since pretty much from November last year, we've gone through a massive scale of growth. And awesome. we're still growing bigger and bigger. So initially, did you see a gap in the market where you are? Because you're quite, uh, quite regional, Victoria. Being regional, look, I started 10 years ago and in business, like started in business 10 years ago for myself and it was really a thing of going, yep, there's... I was in a position in my personal life going, I'd bounced so many jobs that I went, I'm, if I work for myself, maybe I won't stop bouncing jobs. And <laughs> there was an opportunity for a business, for a failed business to take on and turn it around, which we did pretty well for a few years. And uh, the town grew. Like there was no other tyre shops in the town. for So we took that on. There's now five other workshops in the town. We're the only one that specifically works out of doing tyres. So we get a bit more of a market. The others all do tyres. But, but our latest one, it was, it was very much a roll of the dice. It was either going to work or fail. And so I took the risk and went, well, let's, there was a massive mar- gap in the market for a major player. So that's the way we've gone now. Let's take over. Join our free Facebook group, Your Profitable Auto Repair Shop, and join in on the conversation with auto repair shop owners just like you globally. So in terms of uh, size of uh, the workshop that you've just moved into and size of your team, where are you at there at the moment? So our, our site, we've got a one and a half acre site. It's 960 metres inside our main building so we've got a 300 square meter showroom which is coming along quite nicely at the moment um, and our main work we split the other areas into a workshop and some storage and some project uh, another section for project work for longer term jobs um, so we've actually got just under 600 meters of workshop space wow now got uh, Five hoists installed at the moment, another two to go. So, and every one of those hoists is utilised at the moment. So, 
Fantastic, it, which is it, it a big a, a big difference from your old uh, two hoist shop. shop. Three <laughs> three bays. Yep. No no room for parking. Uh, no where what I thought where we were we actually had a customer area which you'd go yeah no worries we did but it pretty much had a two seater couch. Yep. And no room for anything else. Um, now. So what's been the, the best part of making the move, given those things? The exposure here, and we look, we look and we are so much more professional in our approach on how, how things are done. People walk, customers walk in the front door now and just go, wow. And for the customers that actually, the few customers actually get to, the, get to see the workshop, they, their eyes stand out on stalks. I've had customers say that now go, you're bigger and better than what the dealerships look like. Wow. And that's a pretty major compliment that I think that we're getting more than anything. We've taken to the next level. Our frontal exposure, the exposure, the signage across the front of our shop is this 22 metres long of signs. There's two rows of it. We just... You can see this from the moon just about the amount of signage that's on the front of the shop, but it just pops and it works. Fantastic. I really, I have been quite lazy over the last month or so within actual advertising for more work whilst trying to get everything going. The advertising's dropped off a little bit, but we've still got four times as much work as what we had in the last shop. Yeah. We've gone tyres-wise from doing around 150 tyres a month to 350 tyres a month. We're just, the numbers are just ballooning at the moment, going which way next. I could say there's a little bit of fear that the balloon might burst, but I think if yes. we keep the product keep the, and the momentum keeps going, which like we have new team members coming in, everyone's keen. Sorry, I was just going to say, you know, I guess just in, in light of that comment, you know, about the, balloon might burst what challenges have you faced so far with this move and uh and the shop growing so rapidly changing my own mindset has been the biggest challenge going from quite a small shop to such a large shop and actually having to start going this is a large shop there was no further room for growth we were stuck a spot where there was no more room to grow the business any bigger in that zone with we're at maximum capacity for work in that space. So I'd been really thinking quite small for a long time with the business because mm. I've got no room to do any more. Now we're here, I had to change my mindset to really think big and go, well, we have the room, we have the potential for a lot more work. We've got room for more for a larger team. So that's what I've just had, really had to knuckle down and go, how do I do this? Where do we go now? Yeah. yeah. The difference so, in recruiting people into this into this new side has been completely different too. Like mm. We had the struggle like most shops have had over the last few years of trying to recruit good technicians or any technicians to, to, to work. Like being regional where in a, there's, and having a skill shortage, trying to get good techs has been a challenge. So now I've got techs coming to me that are good techs asking for jobs. So the the level of professionalism externally, uh, your perception even to the to the industry has changed, and it sounds like you're experiencing um, the opposite of uh, what many many shop owners are facing at the moment, which is just a complete lack of quality candidates for their vacant positions. 
I advertised the last ad that I put in, put up, I had 35 plus applicants for it to go through and they were all of a good quality. Oh, there wasn't any that I just discounted straight out and went, no, it was the unbelievable thing. Normally you get the can and if we advertise and we'd be lucky to get 10 applicants. And Gosh, I know of a few shops, Marcus, that would uh, probably like to take your leftovers um, if, if, if that's if that's the – oh, they're all of great quality. I think I'd like to send a few around the country to a few of the guys. <laughs> yes, there you go. You're in the engine room, down. yes. <laughs> so – when you you know when you consolidate and when you really think about it, what do you think are um, three things that you've put in place uh, since your time that we've been working together that have really helped to make the new and improved um, Skillies a better place? Planning, mm-hmm. structured quarterly planning. Yep. <laughs> Rather than the uh, approaches I had before, which was, oh, we'll fly, we'll come up with an idea and just fly from there. Yep. And just let it go from there. But it, uh, that was that's one of our biggest challenges, knowing what our numbers are. Cause I and I'm very guilty of it. Was very very guilty of it, of not knowing where the figures were, at, not knowing what what knowing what numbers were. It's going well, the business must be good because there's money in the bank this month, so it must be all right. Mm. Or getting to the end of the month and going, well, that was a crap month because how am I going to pay the bills? So that's been two of the biggest changes. And the third one has really been my mindset with, towards the business of actually getting in and running the business and being professional about it, not just turning up every day as a job. Yeah, super important. We, it might be you know a traditional blue-collar profession, but we need to put our white collars on uh, just as often as we uh, don the blue collar. It has taken me a long time to actually go... I am completely getting completely off the tools and my aim for myself is to not be on the tools at all within the next three months is to completely eliminate myself out of the workshop. Brilliant. Brilliant. (laughs) Take a smoke out and review us on your Apple podcast app or wherever you listen. So, Marcus, just to to finish up here, um, what's your number one piece of advice out there for our repairers listening in when it comes to owning and running a successful shop? Don't go it alone. We all try and do everything on our own and there's plenty of good people out there to ask for help. You're listening to the one that's running this this webinar is probably the number one person to ask. If you need help, get up and ask. (laughs) Yeah, and Rachel, I wouldn't have had a business. We speak about it often, you and I, Marcus, but uh, I do remember fondly our our first ever chat uh, going back five or six years ago, and uh, you were literally uh, about to pull down the door on your business and and not go back on Monday. So, all the credit to you uh, for the transformation that you've made and uh, all the success that you're enjoying. And I'm very much looking forward to celebrating with you when uh, you are off the tools in three months' time. Thanks so much for being a guest on Whispering Loudly. Thanks, Rachel. Thanks for listening to Whispering Loudly, the award-winning workshop whisperer podcast as featured by Apple with Rachel Evans, the number one automotive business coach in the aftermarket. Thanks to platinum sponsor Podium and titanium sponsor Mechanic Desk. 